Telemetry recovered. Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. Don't forget, this podcast is sponsored by Radio C, number one for all your drone-related needs. Pay them a visit at radioc.co.uk and use the promo code LDO for 5% off your order and free shipping on orders over £80. Right, let's start the show. Today, we're chatting to none other than Alex Edit. For any of you guys who don't know, he's got a YouTube channel. Alex, how you doing? I'm alright, man. Everything's good. Yep, no worries. And then we've got the usual cast of the uh, co-host, Jay. Yeah, hello. Welcome, Alex. Hello, everyone else. How's Thank it going? You. <laughs> and we've got Adam Juniper. Hello there. Publisher and all-round good guy. Thanks uh, very much. And remember, father. Oh, yeah. And yes, the daddy. It's not been long, but, you know, he's learning screaming. <laughs> it's like enough. <laughs> the, the daddy of the show. And um, the person who runs the show and treats us like the naughty children we are and whips us into shape, Frank, or... Producer Frank, come on. <laughs> producer Frank. I want producer. him to be titled properly every time. Yeah, producer Frank. Yo, Alex, how you doing, man? What's been going on with you? What's been going on with me? I just got home. I, I left the office to because uh, the office is a little bit uh, loud today. So I just came to my uh, to my home office where it's a little bit quieter and it's what I where I edit every day. And so uh, that's what's going on right now. I must say, did you, one question I've got, did you set the alarm buzzer, the uh, one-minute warning before you left work? Because I thought that was really funny. No, what do you mean? Um, I'm sure... Is it... your burglar alarm over there? No, you got like a little alarm or you'll never leave. It was like one of your latest videos where you set an alarm just so... Uh, that... Oh, no, 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 no. The, the, the guys are still there. It's, it's 3 p.m. here, so, you know, yeah. the guys are going to be there for at least probably two and a half hours more, but... Um... No, I, I, I didn't do that. It's it's something that it's I, I, I love being there. You know, I, I don't call it work. Since I quit my job, I don't I haven't worked a day, you know. And so when I'm there, I'm I'm just excited. I'm I'm just you know, there's energy running through me because I'm just going through the everyday stuff and but uh but I also have, you know, family, I have I have a home that I have to come to and so um uh, and Carlo it's the same way and, and and so what I do sometimes, I just, I say, okay, God, uh, let's go. And so I just set up the alarm and then the alarm starts beeping. And so we have a minute to gather our stuff and do what we got to do and leave. Because there's always something to do. Yeah. And that will never end. Yeah. So it's kind of a running joke that we have at the office. Yeah. <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah, it's really funny. It's really sweet. Like, you know, I must return home, you know, and like, you know, return to my family you're so busy, and it's really clear that you uh, you love what you do. And I do. Um, we we uh, Frank was saying earlier about the 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 discipline that you must have in order to edit like every day. And um, he was on about some tips and that. Do you want to ask that question? Yeah. So what uh, I was going on about was uh, it was kind of amazing looking at you know going through how often you post stuff on your channel and how. Like much production value seems to be in there and compared to like flight tests who seem to be able to get the same sort of production value videos out on the same sort of um time schedule but with a full team behind them and like so it's, you must have some good tricks for keeping the the time the overheads for editing stuff down to a reasonable level i have well first of all 
Thank you so much. I can't believe that you're comparing myself to flight tests, which those guys are absolutely incredible, right? I mean, everybody knows. Uh, but I have no overhead. It's, you know, I'm, for my videos, for, for, it's, it's a vlog. So when you have a vlog, um, and I've only had the vlog since November, um, th there's really no overhead. You know, you're, you're the camera guy, you're the, you know, and you're the editor, so. But I mean, and, you've, uh, got, you've got all the all the little snippets of you, like for, in your, I think your latest video with the where you're stopping off at the petrol station. You've got all the little shots of doing all the little bits um, with the petrol cap and everything like that. And and there's there's kind of uh, I think that I'm presuming the heads up display with your speedo on on your windscreen. I'm presuming uh, that's After Effects or something. No, 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 that's that's real. No, that's from my car. Yeah. Really? Wow. I had, a car, I had a car with that. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've, had, I've had two, two, two cars with that uh, in my lifetime, and I love that. I don't know. It's, I guess that's I'm a, a little, like, geek when it comes to that stuff. That's why you should buy cars, for the cool buttons. I, uh, <laughs> I, I stopped the line at a Prius, which will use its head-up display, not to tell you how fast you're going or anything, but how much you're saving the environment, which is just kind of <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, not that I don't care about the environment, but yeah, I care about the environment. But hey, I want the buttons, man. I want the little <laughs> gadgets, man. I don't know. I, I'm I'm into that stuff, into the little dots and lights and things. I I always have. <laughs> I I I once watched um, a YouTube uh, video once. I I can't believe I'm admitting this. Where the guy made sure that he ticked every added extra because he didn't want missing buttons on his dashboard. <laughs> and um, this then leads me into f bl shouting at Frank for ruining my life, because uh, you guys must know Top Gear and stuff. Like, it's finished now, unfortunately. Thankfully, but uh, it'll be back on Amazon. Yeah, I know. And um, Frank was Wait, like... What's finished? To Top, Top Gear. Gear. Yeah, they stopped it. What? Didn't you know? When Jeremy Clarkson punched a guy in the face, the BBC had to sack him. <laughs> they had to do it, <laughs> and, and no one was very happy, obviously, about it. Yeah. But, so, so that's what did it. Yeah, that was it. But all sorts of other things. That wasn't enough. But if yeah. you actually punch someone you work with, yeah, uh, who was the producer, Frank? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I have to watch out. You know, <laughs> yeah. I have to make sure. <laughs> I have to make sure Jack gets his st full steak dinner at the end of the day. That's right, yeah. No, I'm not allowed one because Tony's a <laughs> vegan. So, <laughs> you know, that goes out the window. Maybe I punch Tony and then Tony punches you. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it's going like to work. Guys, guys, we're professionals. No one has to punch anyone. <laughs> well, we'll crash a quad into each other. We do that for <laughs> well, that fun happens. anyway. Um, yeah, but Frank's ruined my life because he introduced me to something called... Um, uh, what reconstruct by is it James? The reassembler. Yeah, by James May. Oh my God! If it's so, it 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 ticks every button for me. I I uh, if you can IP tunnel and go to BBC iPlayer, and you can watch a James May uh, put to get back together piece by piece a lawnmower made in Norfolk. <laughs> And it's, it's I imagine like Jack's workbench with like you know all the times that I've seen him at all the events you know putting other people's stuff back together and carrying on working at, at an event and it's like it's that but with other things and James May but it's the, the resemblance is uncanny I think 
Yeah. My, um, my lawnmower is reaching the point that I could cut it with a decent drone, to be honest. <laughs> Get Zoe round. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. That's yeah. Was on Let's Drone Out. Oh, I know. I, what has happened to us? Sorry, it's just nerdy stuff. Um, speaking of drones, then, <laughs> Alex Edit, your it's urban drones. stuff, by definition. Yeah, Alex, your uh, urban drone, waterproof. Is he still with us? Or is yeah, he... I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you guys. Yeah, and just... Sorry about that ramble. <laughs> no, I'm just kind of trying to keep the laughter quiet. So <laughs> to just keep, keep Carry listening on. to you guys. They, 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 talk, they talk funny and they really like lawnmowers for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Can you... Reassembling them, no less. <laughs> um, so what was your... One, I've got a question. What was your involvement with the, you know, the first episode of Rotor Right? The damn, you know, you were there. Uh-huh. And it seemed like you were covering it and filming the footage and you kind of like, it was really good. Like, I kind of miss you not being in the Rotor Right episodes here and there, you know, where you were just like, he's the only, uh, Tommy's the only brave one, brave enough to fly and stuff <laughs> like that. What What is your involvement? Well, I, uh, Chad, Chad Capper, uh, um, called me, uh, one day and, and said, Hey, uh, do you want to be part of this? And, and I just immediately thought, Hey, if, if Chad Capper is involved in this, I want to be involved in it because it's going to be great. So, um, you know, I, I went out to LA with, with, uh, with them and, uh, we shot, uh, a couple of episodes and man, it was just a blast. You know, mm. I I haven't had that much fun. Um, I, I don't call it work. I don't want to call it work because it's not work. You know, um, but I had a blast doing it. And uh, that that part, the the damn part, was uh, uh, the same day that we shot the uh, guns versus drones episode. Yeah, and uh, we were coming back from the gun range, and there was a dam there. It was just a really cool place uh, to fly. And I think I, I don't know. I, I think it was Chad's idea, uh, uh, Chad Capper, to uh, stop there. And I, I was just there filming, and you know, to 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 help film the uh, the episodes, and and uh, you know, to help edit. And uh, but then you know. We stop there, and I'm just filming, right, with my camera. And then um, Tommy said, yeah, I'm going to fly the dam. And he was the only one who flew it. Yeah. And I just, I couldn't believe he did that. It was insane. <laughs> and so that that was just like, I had seen people flying like that on video, but I had never seen that in person. Because I'm not, I'm not really... It's only been lately that I've been close to, you know, the, the freestyle flying and the, and, the, and the drone racing. I've known about it, but I've never been close to it because I'm more on, 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 the, on the other side. I'm more kind of, a, you know, I, I run my business and I'm more yeah. of a, um, you know, regular consumer drone type thing. Yeah. So when I saw that in person, I was just like, I, this is just crazy. I mean, I knew... I had seen it, but I had never seen somebody doing that, and so I was just so, I was just so happy to be there. It was it was an awesome, awesome flight. You know that you can just tell when he he flew the ripped straight past you, flipped inverted, and then fell down the side of the the bank, and it was just like, whoa, those guys are serious. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and for for more than half the flight, I thought. 
Oh wow, that's it, man. We we know. Yeah, you ain't getting it. that. He lost it. He lost it, and then he would just come back up and like, oh my god, he's still here, <laughs> because it, it it was, there was kind of a a ditch. I would say probably I don't want to exaggerate. Probably I don't know seven, ten stories deep, you know, where there was like a river at the bottom or something like that, and he was flying under that. I mean, he was there was no line of sight, mm. and. Um, you know, he just kept doing it, and he he kept flying, and it was. <laughs> and then at the very end, uh, you know, he comes in for landing, and uh, Steel comes to grab it, and he, he he drops it. That was the funniest part. Yeah, oh no, <laughs> like he's the reason he breaks a prop. That was funny, like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wondered if it was like a strategic thing where they, you know, like they made the first episode about that it was kind of like hmm i wonder why they chose that for their first episode on like everything I, you I could know. open <laughs> i don't i don't know i i i think that uh um with with roto riot it's 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 really about the lifestyle and, and and that's what i got when i was hanging out um you know in in, in la and all the conversations that i've had with chad it, it's just really about promoting the lifestyle and moving the the hobby forward and and, yeah. and uh that's really what it's about that's just because that's really what this is you know it's just a bunch of friends hanging out having a blast living the lifestyle flying on the weekends flying after work uh and that's what they do you know that's that's yeah i mean um, it's so much fun because like it is it is really nice that you're covering that like edge you know, riding the wave of like what we're on at the moment, and it's it, it must be nice for you to be like involved, you know, in between on both of those sort of sides. And um, I was laughing because I went to I don't know whether you guys watch it or know about it, like the the gadget show event. And I remember I had a moment of like looking at someone's stand. It's like an expo of like gadgets and that. I mean, there was one person there selling wind chimes i don't know what the hell that was about how how that was gadgety where, where was this um it was, where it, was this? it was the nec birmingham and it's like the gadget show live oh did you go up to that yeah i went up to that week. yeah oh, you lucky boy um it weren't it wasn't that good because uh i i don't know i just you know it was nice that it was good the company i went with and it was but i never saw i didn't see anything really that, that kind of done it for me. I spent quite a lot of time playing the um, the, the iDroner like involved with this um, FPV simulator, and there wasn't very many pilots there. So I went, I went there. And I'm like, hey, how you doing, man? So he kind of stuck me on that on the on that setup, and people watching me just do lap after lap after lap. And uh, <laughs> maybe uh, yeah, the consumers just wondering because it's yeah. Like, it's a very publicy consumer show, isn't it? Yeah, probably, uh, Yeah, it was like you know, like I, I was the only one there, probably. Like um, you know, like hey, I, I, I know, can you stick this on rape for me, please? <laughs> you know, and then um, I think later on, uh, HPI guy went on there, but you know, he, he would have whooped my ass. But um, my... yeah, I remember having this moment of like you know, looking at this stall and you released an episode where you went to some sort of expo and you were like drones are the hit thing right now you're you know like these guys have got nothing to do with selling drones but they've got a drone here to like bring people in you know people are asking questions about oh the... yeah yeah that that was at uh 
at uh, CES. I, I, yeah. I've been to a couple of those. I'm actually next Monday, not this Monday. This Monday I'm going to an event in Orlando. The next Monday I'm going to Vegas to uh, to a big show. It's it's the biggest, you know, broadcasting equipment show called NAB. I've been yeah. going to for a few years now. But uh, I, I've seen that in, in several shows, you know, several conventions where you have like – a convention, I don't know, like a pharmaceutical convention. Not that I've ever I, that I've ever been to a pharmaceutical convention, but I'm just trying to draw an analogy here. Yeah. You go to a, like a ph- pharmaceutical convention where a booth is selling pills, and they have a bunch of drones there just because it attracts people. They have nothing to do with the product that they're selling. Well, that could be worse. <laughs> I mean, traditionally, you used to just have a hot girl, which is well, a little, although actually, yeah. it's probably better. <laughs> Um, that that is still the case. I, that I, is still the case. But I some just, of these yeah. booths have replaced the girls for drones. <laughs> it is really strange. It is. It, it is nuts. Um, I'm going to so it's a, a step we forward. Use, we use the drones. drones against the objectification of women. Exactly. There we go. A claim we can have, I think. But that that was that was it. Like there was people. You know, they were using the FPV simulator, but what what was getting people even more excited and, like, queuing up was to have a go at the Oculus Rift rather than the Fat Shark goggles. So this was the sort of people that I was dealing with at the expo, and I was just like, I am Alex Edit all of a sudden. (laughs) You know, all I need to do is, like, vlog myself, and I I don't I had a lot of empathy for you that day. So, you know, I was just like, whoa. (laughs) So um, yeah, you you are a little bit you know uh, a little bit of a naughty boy though. You do seem to fly your your quads pretty high and a little bit congested, you know. Um, to, over, to get... over races, over the public, that kind of thing. Yeah, not too bad, but you know um, you can see that I've got a feeling you might kind of like line up and sort of make it seem like that, but you are sort of over an open area to get the sort of shots you want. But you're not as bad as... Is it Casey or whatever his name is? You know, the guy in New York City? Yeah. Oh, oh Casey. Yeah, I, Casey Neistat. The, the thing about Casey Neistat, I, I, just this morning I watched his vlog. I'm, I'm, I, I follow Casey because he's... I think he's an amazing vlogger. Yeah. You know? Um, the thing about him is that he doesn't care that much about the drone. He cares more about the shot. And when you shoot like that, that's when you get gold. Yeah. You know, that's when you get the absolute best shot. In fact, this morning, I almost crashed my drone in the water. I was filming a, uh, I was filming the sunrise, and I always have, you know, I, I happen to have my Phantom 3 with me, not my 4. Mm. And uh, so I said, oh, man, I'm going to fly close to the water. Got a little bit too close, a little bit. The, the, the camera got wet. <laughs> I, oops. <laughs> but, 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 but I didn't lose it. Mm. But, um... Yeah, what's um yeah, what what has been the craziest shot you've got or like, you know, there must have been a point where you first started using these things and you were like you know, if you are going to take risks and like get, you know, get the shot you want, have you got any advice for people that, you know, like don't do this? Or has there ever been any times where you've kind of thought, "Huh, maybe I shouldn't have done that looking backwards?" That's um only when I crash, I think that. <laughs> <laughs> Only when I crash. But when I don't crash, I don't think that way. Uh, I advice on how to get, just risk it. I mean, it, it's, oh, it's... Oh, my God, don't listen to him, kids. <laughs> no, no, I mean, it, it's... 
No, no, don't, don't listen to this. Who, who I mean, have I'm, we let on? I'm, I'm going to tell you what goes <laughs> on in my mind. I don't think I have any shots that are cool. When I go on YouTube and I see these shots, I'm like, why can't I fly that way? Um, but yeah. the shots that, I'm, that I can think of, like, wow, that's cool, it's just risky. I mean, and, uh, you know, and I think that the best way is to have more than one drone, obviously, because when you have more than one drone, you kind of think, okay, you know what? If I lose this one, it's okay. And when I started flying uh, RC, that was in, in 2007. Drones, the word drone, I didn't even, I don't even think that drone, that, that word existed yet. No, at least not for what we do, um, you know. And uh, my first airplane, it was a gas airplane with an OS-46 in it. Love that plane. It was an Avistar, uh, I think by Hobbyco. No, no, I'm sorry. No, that was my second plane. My first plane was a Nexstar Select. And that thing had an automatic, uh, uh, it was a visual stabilization system by, I think it was Futaba that came up with it. Anyway, I, the way that I flew that, it was the stupidest way you can possibly do it. You just, I just, I, I got it online. It was like a $400 plane. It was a gas plane. It had an OS 46 on it. I just went to an empty area, didn't even go to a field, and I just flew it. I, I think I spent like 10 minutes on the, on the simulator. It came with a, with a simulator, with a chip simulator. Mm. And then I went out there and said, oh, of course I can do this. And uh, I flew once, right, and landed. I'm not really sure how I did it. And then I, I gassed it up. I took off again. I'm like, oh, man, this is easy. The second flight lasted about three seconds. <laughs> I destroyed it. And the worst feeling, I... I I, I think you can relate to this. The worst feeling in the world is when you crash. My God, it's... You had to spend months building the plane, covering it, making sure it would fly. Yeah, oh, my God. Cool. That, that, I've, I've never built a plane from scratch like that from, from Balsa. This was Balsa. Uh, but, you know, this cost me, after, you know, the remote and everything, close to 500 bucks. And it's not... Yeah, it's the money, but it's not even the money. It's like I don't have my toy anymore, so I cannot fly again. Yeah. But the feeling still today, and I and I crash, I don't crash a lot, but I do crash because I'm, I'd say that my last crash was about a month ago. I was trying to get a shot between power lines. I, I was trying to fly my drone between power lines, and I I hit one of the power lines. Uh, and it was right after that I thought, what the f*** am I thinking? Who thinks of going between power lines? But that was because I crashed. If I didn't crash, I'd have been like, oh, man, that was awesome. I'm the best pilot ever. <laughs> but anyway, crashing is still, oh, my God, that's such a bad feeling. For hours, probably for like a day or two, you feel, at least I do, I feel down. And then you don't take risks for like a week. And then you forget about it. And then you start taking risks again. Because I, I don't, you know, I don't fly racers. I don't, you know, my, my flights are more kind of like AV, you know, aerial photography and videography type. So, you know, a lot of racers, I think they see that and they're, they're like, ah, oh, yeah, that's crap, which I can understand that. But we're not all animals here, you know. We're not all, you know, just like, you know, we like going fast. But, that's know. right, Jack. When I see some things, my monocle nearly falls out of my face. I'm so <laughs> yeah, that's it. But, uh, yeah, you know, like we, you know, we can still appreciate it. You know, it's definitely... You know, you are you are part of you know the hobby, like all the industry. You know, and 
you know, it's like cars, though, isn't it? Some cars do different things better, and some cars don't. So yeah. there's always going to be a, a fast, like multifaceted aspect of drones and all the other technology around this. So I don't know. I, I quite like the the more uh, videographic uh, platform sometimes for what you get after the flight, whereas races are fun for the flight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's definitely, you know, I mean, I... I'm still, you know, like my my sort of like little DIY camera platforms, still on the the bit of the back burner. But I do want to. I am looking forward to you know going out with Jay and tying it to a fishing rod and you know with Nico <laughs> and being like, but, oh my. To be clear, tying Jay to a fishing rod. No, the drone. <laughs> the drone. It's not. We're not that kinky here at Ledger Drone now. <laughs> Um, no, but I, I think we're quite spoiled these days for having things that you can easily attach the cameras to. I mean, talking of the risk earlier, uh, Alex, I started flying myself in about 2007, and I wanted to get aerial video and things, but I had nothing like a GoPro uh, to put on it. So I had my mobile phone that I just attached with rubber bands and built this little platform, and, and I'd throw that plane around in the sky. The risk was my mobile phone. It's the only phone I had, but I got some footage out of it and I was bitten. So I think risk is good for trying to get the different shots or, or try something a bit different um definitely on the phone thing there's a thing on youtube of someone using an inspire to lift a nokia 3210 up 900 feet before dropping it onto a car park <laughs> i've seen that it's indestructible as people say oh yeah. so that that was that earthquake that day because <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> that nokia it's yeah, they, were, they were it wasn't as unbreakable as that yeah. <laughs> it still worked, but the screen was half destroyed. So if something you could play Snake at the top half of the screen. Mm. Yeah, that, that that was that phone is is uh is amazing. In you know, my iPhone, if I look at it too, too for too long it breaks. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't look at them hard. Or yeah. you know, yeah. Or in the sun. I, I, or near near water. Yeah. <laughs> and very definitely from holiday experience, in water. That's right out. Oh no. <laughs> You're supposed to be a responsible father now. What is now, wrong with this? Yeah. That's only been like 10 days. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's been so, years before that. Somebody just had a baby 10 days ago? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Congrats, man. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, it's so far. Congratulations and sorry. Yeah, hi, hi, hi your, is it a boy or a girl? It's a little boy. He'll, he'll be okay, learning. Yeah. learning his drone soon. But so, what yeah. You, Hide all your tools. Uh, hey, don't don't even bother. He's he's gonna find him and break him. Yeah, that's the whole point. Like, you don't want to discourage him from like building and like yeah. being creative. So the only way he'll learn. Yeah, you've got to... me sensibly teaching him, or you know, going yeah. through things in a constructive manner. No, he's just got to try and fail. Yeah, and I yeah. really, really hope he doesn't decide to learn not to poke his eyes out by sticking a screwdriver in it. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> That's it. That's Darwin's. That's Darwin's <laughs> method of sorting that sort of thing out. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to be the sort of kid who's like, "Ow, fire hurts." Let's see if Daddy <laughs> likes fire. <laughs> oh, is that is that why people don't touch it? Okay. Yeah. Well, no, Jack's Jack's very against fire. So yeah, when Jack when he meets Jack, you'll tell him about that. Yeah. Joe, are you ready to talk about the wasps yet? No, it's still a tricky interview. Yeah, that's still tricky. All right, no worries. It's okay. I haven't put it on YouTube yet, and it's what? Well, it's probably going back to around 2007, 2008. Yeah. Man, I, I wish you'd talk about it, man. It's such a good story, and the audio is even better. 
It, I mean, yeah, but, but the the thing was, it was to do with planes. And yeah, shortly after I migrated from my big aerial platform that was just an electric, I've always been electric. I built a small laser cut model out of Bolsa and it didn't fly quite right, but it flew. There was a video of a flying on YouTube. But anyway, I went out for a flight another day. It was a nice sunny day and it still didn't feel completely right in the sky. And I was coming into land, so I... It, it didn't land where I wanted it to, and it kept on floating on, and it landed in these brambles. So I walked over and thought, oh, shit, you know, I can't get this out of the uh, brambles. It's a bit too far in. So I took a step in. I was wearing shorts. It was a summer day. I, was, it's, I know it's unbelievable in this country, but it does happen. Um, <laughs> I took one step in and sank a little bit, and I still couldn't reach my and I'd already tried branches and all sorts of things, but no, I had to just, I thought, you know, a few scratches on my leg, that's nothing. I'll get my plane back in one piece. I took another step and I sank a little bit further and it was still out of reach. So I took one third step and I sank a fair bit into these brambles. And the next thing I noticed was a, a sharp pain on my knee. And I looked down as a wasp. And I, I, oh. I realized what I was doing. So, ah! And I started running out. As I'm running away, there's this one wasp I'm trying to brush off. I spot another one on the same leg and then another wasp on the other leg. And I just ran. And yeah, thankfully, I only got three stings. Not bad for the first time ever. Have you, have you, that you'd ever put your feet into a wasp's nest? Well, I, you know, it was just at the time my, my plane was there. I wanted to get it back. Yeah, As it yeah. turns out, I drove home, got a hoe from home went back, hooked it out, and ragged it to pieces. But I got all the electronics, built another one, and she's still alive. She's crashed a bit, but she's repaired and still flies. So, so, what, so it was worth it? For a minute. Uh, well, it was an experience, <laughs> should we say. Yeah. For a minute, for a minute then, when you went, I drove home and got a hoe, I was like, I whoa, <laughs> Jay. <laughs> drive home, get a hoe, and it got it out. Yeah. <laughs> Once you finish with me, go get that plane. <laughs> Oh, oh my word. I, I might be on YouTube because, actually, at the time, the same camera that was flying in the air on my other plane, I had strapped to my head to try and film my uh, my flight. So I have the whole recorded incident on. The audio is brilliant. Jay, please, if you can. It's, it's, it's the thing that made me love you. You know, like, I was just like... Because there was people on the other side of the field. And I was looking, I was, I was running away, thinking, I hope they don't see me doing this, like, arm wailing sort of mat, dash away from wasps. <laughs> Make uh, noises. Yeah. Oh, mate, you, you need to hear the audio. It is brilliant. That would be yeah, a... It's hard to find now. Maybe, maybe in an upcoming Christmas special. Oh, mate, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should totally do a Christmas special. You know, seasonal specials. We can even do all the American holidays. Yeah, yeah, we missed all of ours till summer. I suppose we've got to last... But we can do Independence Day, only different. Like, we could be really pissed off about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to ask Alex, you went to Dubai, didn't you? Yes, I did. How was that? Oh, it was incredible. It was amazing. I'm so glad I went. I, uh, I had been looking at the event for, like, you know, for weeks. Like, oh, man, I really want to go to this. And then it just hit me. Wait. I, I, why can't I go? So I booked the ticket <laughs> and like, I think it was like 20 hours later, I was in a plane. Man, wow. <laughs> the flight though, it's so long. Oh my God. I, 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 I travel a lot, but. When, when you, huh? I, you know, I've been to a lot of Europe and I've been around an awful lot of North America, but Dubai, what's it like? 
you know, I I have to say I had a lot of misconceptions, and that's just from my you know my ignorance. Uh, you know, I, I never looked at Dubai. I knew about it. I knew what it was, but I knew where it is. But I never really. I was never interested. Uh, and when I got there, it's very Western. You know, it's uh, just like being in Miami, really. At, at least on you know, on its face, the way that it looks, the, the way that it looked like to me. Cause I, yeah. I got, I, I landed on a Thursday and I was already on a plane back on a Saturday. So the little that I saw, yeah, I guess, I guess slightly fewer Cuban crime syndicates than Miami, but yeah, right. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I was going to ask as well. I really like the fact that in your video, you went and looked at the detail of how the, uh, the track is built and you can see the, uh, you know, the bits that are painted and the bits that aren't quite, because I think we just saw, you know, in all the glossy footage that other people did, you just looked at it and thought, well, that's amazing and a bit weird. But you went right in for the detail. I thought that was cool. Yeah, and that was, um, that was the second day. The first day, I, I went up, when I got there, the very first thing I did, I went right to the track because I wanted to see it up close. And I didn't film it. Um, and I almost got kicked out because I wasn't supposed to be there. But... You know, I, I have a tendency to not ask, just kind of do it and then figure it out. And so that's kind of what I did. I just went and uh, checked it out. And, uh, man, it was incredible. The kind of the work that they put into that track, into that whole event. Uh, the event wasn't perfect. I'm sure you've heard. Yeah. Uh, but I think like everything else, um, look, it's a first. Uh Nobody had ever done that before. Um, and I, I, I think that what happened was uh, they put all of their concentration on the uh, spectators, on what it was going to look like to, to the outside viewer, um, and very little on, or, or at least didn't do it right for the pilots. And that's mm-hmm. not me saying yeah. it. That's a uh, lot of the pilots that I talked to. It's, and it's not just them, in fairness. It happens a lot, doesn't it, with events. I think that people are much more concerned about the look of it. Um, like with the NEC thing, um, just on a much smaller scale, we had an exhibition in the UK for drones, and no one seemed to have even bothered to test where radios worked indoors or not. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was pretty bad as well. Like, as, um, some, someone's stand wasn't even finished, and it was a bit sort of as Jay would say in his Australian thing, a bit, how's it going? You know, (laughs) it was, and there was, there, there wasn't very good discipline on, um, exhibitors wanted to show their, their videos. So they were like blasting, you know, um, 5.8 everywhere. So people were trying to race and then someone would be like, yeah, would you like to have a look at this drone? You know, so we could sell it. And all of a sudden you'll be looking at someone's crotch from a, a drone <laughs> sat on the table and they're plugging in being like, yeah, look at that HD display of your... HD <laughs> yeah, It was just like, you know, and as a spectator, you're just like watching this pilot. You're like, oh, God, oh, yeah, this is awesome. You know, they're flying and static and you're really struggling to see. And the next thing, you just get a nice crystal clear someone's knob. So, um, it was, it was pretty painful, but, uh, I had fun, you know, there was, you know, like obviously when all your friends are there, it's really good. Like, you know, and, and, you know, Adam's making you laugh and, you know, like, we had a good show. show. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't the flying that 
the, yeah that was it like you know it's nice to kind of like hang out and stuff and um yeah, I think, you know, with the, with the Dubai, they were. I heard that they were changing... I'm trying not to throw anyone under the bus. I hear that, like, they were changing the rules, like, every other day. Um, you know, a lot of the pilots were arguing with them. And there was that really sort of strange thing where, like, the um, the guys would be, like, flying around the track and then the, the Dubai team would then take off, fly, and they were, like, cheering and, like, hey, they won, and... And a lot of guys, like, you could just see the, the guys who'd been doing eight laps already were like, you know, what the hell? And uh, there was a lot of um, weird sort of, like, favouritism uh, towards, like, the home team and, you know, some controversial kind of things. So I don't know whether you noticed any of that. No, I don't, I don't know the uh, specifics because I, I, I was, you know, I wasn't participating in the event. I just went to watch and, you know, to hang out with the people yeah. that I know. Um but I, I did see some of that. I, I, I mean, there were a lot of people pissed off, you know, yeah. uh, for many, many different reasons. Um, I guess that's one of them. I, I didn't hear that, that particular reason. But, uh, I mean, some of the rules, I, I do remember when, I think it was the day, the first day that I went there, which was Friday, I remember um, someone saying, oh, wait, now there's an, uh, you know, an HD box that we have to put on the drone. And yeah. I think it was the first time that they had heard about it. And the HD box was, uh, I think, 260 grams or something like that. And they were yeah. freaking out. And I was just watching from a distance, you know, from a close distance. I didn't really know all the details, so I don't, I, I can't comment because I don't have all the information. But that's some of what I saw. Yeah, do it, Jay. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, sorry, Jay. Jay, uh, Jay distracted me a little bit. Yeah. Um, how how did he distract you? Um, he put he's he's found the sound recording of him getting stung by wasps. Oh, and he's okay. like, <laughs> when you said do it, Jay, do it. It, it was really difficult. <laughs> Very ambiguous for the audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Jay, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. Do you, do you um, want to play I'm, that? I'm just yeah. I, you totally you totally took me off track. Do you want to just play the? <laughs> I mean, we're supposed to, yeah, we've got a guest on the show and we're treating yeah. her like, acting like this. No, I do have the sound. Maybe I'll play it a bit later on. Okay. Do you remember what you're talking about? No, I, I, I don't. The, um, the HD cam, I know that some people were informed of that and other people weren't, apparently, that kind of, like, joined last minute to kind of fill in for extra teams. But I heard that um, what, what they were doing was um, the if you shut down the HD cams... Um, they would take like half an hour to like reboot up or something. They'd have to cool down and then start up again. So when you'd come in to change your battery, you used to you had to plug it plug it in, uh, plug an external power source into the camera that was connected to to the um, you know um, in line in house electricity, and then keep the camera running. Then unplug your quad. Then plug a new battery into your quad. Then remove. <laughs> the wow. electricity um the the socket the the plug from the wall and the thing is with that is you, you supply the camera with um electricity via you know the cable in the wall and then it would start to try and charge up your lipo battery um so that was scary and as you know it rained the first day so apparently it was all sparking and smoke coming out because everything got covered in water and they were one of the things that got damaged 
So after a while of arguing, they had to then agree with them that they were allowed to have like this extra battery with an XT60 connector so that they could then keep the camera up and running. Um, yeah. So I've I've heard all kinds of like shambles, things like that. And um, those HD cameras didn't even work in the end, did they? And they were just like... No, they, they, they really didn't. Um, you know, especially at night. Uh, at night, it was... You couldn't see... There was a huge screen. Probably, yeah. I don't know, like 20 feet. I have no idea, but I'm just going to say 20 feet. It was something like that. And so uh, the idea was to project the image from the drone onto that screen. You couldn't see anything. It was just... It was always black because... You know, the camera that the HD box had, I guess, you know, it's HD. And if it's, it's, it was, I'm going to assume it was probably like GoPro quality. And yeah. GoPro, you know, as you know, does not do well at night. Um, so it, have, it didn't pick up any of the lights on the, uh, the course because that was, that was all lit up at night, wasn't it? Yeah. Not that well. Not that well. It was, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that part did not work that well. Uh, but then on the on on, on Saturday, they actually uh, I, I remember that morning, um, Anthony from 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 immersion was re rigging all the uh, all the pilot stations, and so they made it analog. And then at night, the screen was showing the analog signal, absolutely beautiful. You could see it clear. Yeah, that was the very last day. Oh yeah, because um, I remember so I tuned. Oh, yeah, was correct. that the same analog as the they were flying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, because otherwise, you know, it seems unfair to use all the extra bandwidth. Uh, you know, with the with the analog, it was picking that up like really well because of, um, you know, like the the wide dynamic range and stuff. But like the the normal shots that you saw with all the track all lit up, I think that was like wired um you know the zip line kind of cameras or failing that um a quad uh on you know gps mode with like a slower shutter speed i don't i don't know what they have yeah to to get those i know the shots you're on about because the track was like all dynamically lit like you know i had like moving spotlights and all kinds of things yeah and i remember yeah i have a i have a shot where i i flew probably i think it was like 600 or 900 feet above the uh the track yeah and you could you could see i mean, when i looked i was looking at my screen because I, I walked really far away i'd say probably like a kilometer away from the track to be able to fly that because mm. um near an airport that's all i want to say about that they they were saying that you're not you weren't supposed to fly but i thought man if i'm here i have to fly yeah um <laughs> so, right, calm so down, then I, Casey. I, I flew it really <laughs> far and the lights on the ground were hitting the camera on, on, on my drone and it was like if the drone was right next to it. Yeah. It was amazing. But, it looked amazing from the air. Yeah, because, you know, hats off to the pilots because there was, you know, like some of those lights must have hit the quads and like dazzled and I think that a good few, you know, that might have taken a good few pilots down, you know, um, just, you know, with the, the whole lighting effect. It was a little bit sort of mental. Um, yeah, what what other things? How did you get started in in you know with with quads? Like when did you first see one? And when? Well, it was I'll say it was in two thousand seven, and it wasn't quads back then because quads did not exist back then. Mm. That was not I don't even think that was an idea yet. 
but in 2007, I got uh, an nitro airplane that I destroyed within like two days. Mm-hmm. And then I got another one, and then I got another one. And so I I work in in, in, in broadcasting. That's my career as a, as a producer here in uh, South Florida. So within a week, I'm immediately thinking, man, I got to put a camera on this. Yeah. I have to put a camera on this because I want to see what my airplane is seeing. So I turned to the internet. Turns out that there was an underground group of people online that was doing that. I mean, at the time, RC groups didn't even have an FPV uh, uh, thread. Um, FPV lab didn't exist. There was really, it was, I think, um, I forgot the name of the website, but there was a website where people just kind of gathered and, and, you know, we exchanged ideas. And uh, I got a DVR camera from eBay. I got, I think, my first transmitter I want to say it was a low-mate transmitter. And so, you know, you kind of had to hack it all together, put it together, patch it together, put it on your drone. My, my first um, uh, airplane with a camera was a 3D airplane. It was uh, called a, a, a Frenzy. And so that had an OS-90 on it. And so I took that engine out. I put an OS-60 on it because it's, it's a lot slower, but it consumes a lot less gas. So I was getting an hour and 10 minutes on this thing. Um, and I put a camera on it and I was flying on 72, right? Mm. And on, I would just, just, I had no idea how high or how far it was. I was just climbing really high and going really far. Then I would come back, look at the video, uh, and I would point the camera down to see where I was in the street. And to measure the distance, I would um, go on Google Earth and measure it with the ruler. I remember oh the first God. time that I did a mile. I was like, holy crap, that was a mile. Oh. <laughs> but um, but anyway, I uh, then quite, and I was still doing, you know, I was still working at the TV station doing, you know, my, my broadcasting and stuff. Um, then quads came about, I don't remember what year, I don't know, 2010. It's about 2010, yeah. Yeah, that 2010. Was- and... Um, you know, I remember immediately getting a quad. I think it was with a multi Wii, if I'm if I remember correctly. Hey. And I, I destroyed that. It was such a pain in the ass to put together. And I, I just destroyed it. Just completely destroyed it. So I uh but anyway, I just kept kept getting more and then my garage I couldn't I could barely walk in it because any plane, any camera, any transmitter I would see, I would buy just to see what was better. And uh and then in, uh, when was it, 2014? It was actually early, late 2013, but I actually made the move in 2014. I, uh, I just decided to quit. I had no idea what I was going to do uh, for money, but I just decided to quit. In, because I, I had opened Urban Drones in late 2011, and that was just from frustration. Uh, it was very hard to find good transmitters, good equipment, and to get them fast. So I opened my own website to sell to friends, you know, and then turned out okay the first year um, and then the second year. And then I had an accident where a lipo caught fire and destroyed all my, my R&D. I had a, a, a long-range system that I built with a friend. I had an LED board that I built with a friend. I had a tracking system, an antenna tracking system that I built with a friend. And we were building... Um, uh, we had an OSD called the, the Urban Drones OSD, uh, but all that R&D 
got burnt on a lipo fire and mm. I almost burned my whole house down. And so when that happened, that's when I thought, oh man, you know what? I don't think I'm putting enough time in, on, on this. So I just quit my job and put all my time into it. And um, now I'm here. most people. Brave, brave response for a fire. But you, you know, when, when I, I, I think that when, when you're doing something that you love, when things get hard, I, I personally don't think that you should quit. That's when you, when things get hard, that's when you should say, okay, here it comes. Let's kick your ass. You know, mm. let's just, let's go for it. Let's go full speed, full time. Let's, let's do it. You know, let's not quit when it gets hard. Think, you know, and I, so that's kind of what I, happened to me. I tend to agree, but I think there are times also when you should say, let's quit because, I, you know. I, I don't want to be isn't die. A idea. Like, sorry, But yeah, I kind of, I kind of rambled on, but that's, no, that's we like the it. story of how I, how I started, how I got into this. Yeah. And now I'm doing it full time and I, I just love it. I, I really like what I do. Got anything nice and exciting lined up that you can tell us about? Uh, nice and exciting. Mm. Uh, you ever come into the UK, hang out with us? If, if there's you... a big event, uh, definitely. You know, like uh, I'm, you know, I'm I'm going to these events now because I'm I'm I have such a good time when I go to these events. Yeah. So I don't want to stop that. I hear there's an event on May the seventh. Yeah. Um. You know, um, mini air show, that drone show. We're having yeah. our own event. If you want to come and check us out, is that International Drone Day? Yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, the Brighton one for International Drone Day. Yeah, oh. two day yeah, event, I, camping. I I, I won't make it to that because I'm actually split between the the event in Miami or the event um, on, on the West Coast. I'm I'm one of the executive producers of of the film of of uh, yeah of oh, the yeah. Uh, of the documentary. So I want to be there when the documentary comes out because yeah. i think that documentary is going to be amazing and it, it comes out the day after i believe uh if international drone day is may 7 then the movie the the documentary comes out on the 8th oh man That'd and be, yeah, i definitely want to be there for that yeah, yeah no. we might well did uh, did we get any news from yeah we get it a day early perhaps <laughs> no no it's the seventh <laughs> night so it's for the eighth yeah yeah so hopefully yeah i mean we've still got i think there's still some registrations open for teams but you've got to get onto the event right and register because we're going to be sending people over to america for the drone world well for the world championship so the, yeah. the top team can win tickets for the teams to get there not to compete yeah, but... right guys we we're got running out of air yeah we got to call it there alex thank you so much for talking to us at let drone out thank you so much guys for inviting me on yeah the show. no worries to, to see everyone off uh we're gonna play jay's sound are we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then and then we'll oh, we'll leave it there. Hold on one second. I want to record this for the vlog. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was it was more of a guttural animal instinct sound. <laughs> You've got to get away from here. Just just right, I... okay, you're ready. Go ahead. I think this is gonna be fun. <laughs> Fuck you all, dude. It's that second one. It's like, ah! Well, at this point, I realized that there was three wasps on my leg biting me or stinging me as I was running away from my plane. The other bit to it was, I lost my shoe as I was running away, and one of the wasps was just sat on my shoe for about half an hour. Like, I ain't going to get close to you. I need you to go away now. So, yeah, it was fun. Right. Thank you for listening to Let's Drone Out. Have fun in the skies and be safe. Telemetry lost.